Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Welcome to another episode of Creators Outlet, sponsored by our friends over at the Inked Marketing Team. If you've got a Kickstarter or Indiegogo, you want up and over the hump, contact Kevin Gillette over at Inked Marketing and see what they can do for you 30 years in the business. And speaking of Inked Marketing, we're asking you to head over to RingoAwards.com and vote for our friend Monty Moore's Loco Hero. That's up for numerous amounts of awards this year for the Ringo Awards. And our guest tonight, Sam, the content creator, <laughs> crazes. What's up, buddy? What's going on, man? Oh, I need a, I need a back. You want to come over and do a backdrop for me too? What the hell? <laughs> I ain't got no stairs or nothing because I'm in a wheelchair, but you know. <laughs> well, you know. I got uh, what, Calvin and Hobbs behind me. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, the 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 best thing I have is I can I'll pop it up in the corner. Uh, good buddy of mine's out in Arizona now. Uh, was an airbrush artist, and he did this Joker jacket for me. Oh, nice! That's sweet. I like it, and I would like it better if I can lose enough weight to zip that motherfucker up. <laughs> But <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> that's hilarious. Too many calzones on a on a COVID body. Yeah, I know that's uh, that's the man. that's the bad side of COVID. If you're stuck at home, you do what do you do is you sit down all day and eat. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, gallons of ice cream. Thanks. What's your uh, favorite? Yeah, I I cut it out. I have it like I think like once. Like every like four to six months, I'll have some ice cream. But other than that, I I, I cut it all out. I dropped about two hundred and twenty pounds. Wow! Congrats. But, you know, I was at I was almost six hundred. So now I'm down to, you know, under I'm down under three. I'm like, uh, no, no, I'm down under four. That's wrong. I wish I was down under three. That's what it is. Okay. 
There you I'll be go. okay. I'm, I'm just starting my first cup of coffee after three o'clock. So nice. Yeah. No, I only have ice cream once a year on my birthday. I have Carvel ice cream cake. That's it. Oh, it's my favorite. There used to be it. There's no Carvels over here anymore. You you got to go to like the supermarket and then then you got to pay the jacked up supermarket price. I used to like going to the actual Carvel yes. ice cream place. You know. Yes. There was a nice old one by where I grew up, and we used to go there. Like my mother would take me there like once in a when I was skinny. You'd take me there <laughs> once in a while. When I started getting fat, she's like, "No, no, no, no ice cream <laughs> and cake for you." Nice, nice. So. uh Tell us what you got going on. I I I jumped in on one of your midday uh, podcasts the other day on YouTube and uh, listened for a little little bit. the The campaign's going well. You've you funded. You still, but you have a whole. You got a lot of time left. Yes. To open up a lot of stretch goals. Yes, yes. So we funded in two and a half days, which is great. Um, you know, we did a, a, a live launch party. And uh, that went well. And, um, you know, the goal is to what we want to do is our first the highest number of backers we've had was about 68. So we want to get to 100 um, this time. So we have a 50 backer stretch goal marker. That's our first stretch goal. Get to 50 backers. And, um, you know, with, with to as an incentive to the backers on top of unlocking the stretch goal, which is a digital print um what what i'm doing is the 50 backers are going to go into a raffle and they're going to get a book that i did when i was when i first came into comics called there's an alien in my toilet and you can't get it anymore other than for me and this is the book here and his name is his name is duty he's from uranus this this is the alien <laughs> in my toilet and this first issue is called first flush and um it's full color and so if you get to the 50 back of Mark, um, one lucky winner is going to walk away with this colored edition of Disney under my toilet. Um, and if we get to the 100 back of Mark, I'm, I'm doubled that. I'm, you know, I'm doubling down on it. And so if we get to the 100 back of Mark, one lucky winner is going to get the trade paperback of Disney under my toilet, the graphic novel. And this has the first five issues plus the first issue of Hi, I'm Duty from Uranus, where he comes back to Earth. And because they think Santa Claus is the leader of Earth and he has to infiltrate his camp and stop Santa Claus. And um, so this, this was distributed all over Barnes and Noble's borders, Target, um, a lot of bookstores back when I was doing comics before I walked away. And uh, so the, the barcode's there. I'm the only one who still has it. It's no longer in print. And um, so there's one lucky person is going to walk away with the trade people back as well. Um so we're excited to throw in those incentives on top of whatever the stretch goals are. So these are bonus. So if you can get to 100 backers, you're going to have two raffles. One's going to get the original first copy and another one's going to get the trade. Yes. With all the extra issues, too. Yes. On top of everything else. On top of everything else. And, um, you know, we also have a we're, we're partnering with um, Diggins McDougall. Uh, which is that's a fantastic name. Um, he has the Nefarious Smiths, um, which is on Kickstarter. And so what we did was we did a cross promotion where if he gets to his a stretch goal of twenty five hundred, his backers will get a digital copy of Cast the Crazies number one. 
And if we get to 2,500 on our stretch goal, our backers will get the Never Ferris Smiths, number one. So we're doing to try to support each other and to try to introduce our books to each other's um, back Band base. Yeah. And it's a first. And uh, we, we're doing this because uh, we're connected through Kevin with Inked. And um, so Kevin brought up the idea. And because in the Ferris Smith, the art style is similar to ours. It just made sense. Um, and uh, we're actually going to go live in another week with Diggins McDougal um, to uh, see where we are and try to entice both of our followers to uh, support each other. Cool. Every time you say their name, I just giggle like a <laughs> I love his name. He has the best name in the world. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> it's like Dickens McDougal. Yes. I don't know what movie, what TV series it was back in the days, but there was a, a family called the McDougals. And I was I'm trying to figure out which family, what TV series it was. Oh no, no. Movie. It was a movie. Which movie? That, that was Eddie Murphy coming to America. Really? Yeah, but the the, the 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 fake McDonald's was McDougal's and oh, was the it? family was the McDougal's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I knew. I was like trying to figure it out. I heard the McDougal's before. I just don't know where it was from. That's awesome. I'm like, you see, now it all makes sense. That's even funnier. <laughs> He's gonna take you out. And I <laughs> I think I, I thought I heard somewhere that somebody actually opened up that restaurant. Did they? Like opened up you know, with, with, you know, paid licensing and stuff. Oh, wow. You know, I know, uh, I know your, uh, your Jersey mate there, Kevin Smith, like you hang out with him all the time, <laughs> right? yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's opening up, uh, opened up an actual movies. Theater? No, no. The restaurant from the second clerk's film. Oh, really? Yeah, actually opened up a movies place. So it's an actual like little burger joint. And of course, it is littered with a million dollars worth of merch you can buy. Oh, nice. He's smart. Smart. I mean, he has that comic shop too. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. Well, you can call it a comic shop. <laughs> I I will call it something else. <laughs> it's it's like porn. It's like porn stars reality show but with comic books yeah yeah you know for no nothing but like you know geek culture i'm yeah. like you know come in do you have this yeah how much is it well how much will you pay me for it <laughs> Dude, that's not how this is supposed to work i know I, uh, that's, that's that jedi mind trick it's like if you want check ebay and give me a deal but don't be like well let's see if i can get an extra hundred dollars off this person and then giggle about it on our podcast afterwards yeah no yeah. okay and that's what grinds my gears yeah it's joisy for you mm -hmm. joisy sure yes well there used to be a shoreline it's a lot smaller now yeah i know erosion sea levels yeah. hurricanes yeah, it's crazy. So you're up to issue three of this book. Yes. How? When did you start issue one? And how how far has it taken you to get to, you know, time 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 lapse to uh, bring us up to where we are now? Um, our first campaign was in September. Uh, that was issue one, and our second campaign started in January or December. Yeah, 
December, yeah, January. And that was issue two. And, um, you know, issue three is completely done. Um, it's ready, which is what we're doing now. And then issue four is in production. Uh, so as we're, so as we're in this campaign, we're, um, issue four is already in the works. Now we were talking cause I was, I was curious, you know, about the first issue cause you gave me a, you know, a copy to, to check out. So I, you know, wouldn't be coming into this, you know, completely blind be like, okay, well I watched the video and, <laughs> and that was cool, but what's going on. Right. So I read, I read the first issue and I got a, I, I got a little glimpse and, you know, except for the, like you said, except for like the, the supernatural aspect of it. Right. All this crap's real. Yes. You guys were, you guys were doing comics and then you walked away for about 10 years and, and, and came back and now your best friend has to run upstairs because your little, your little, your little puppy, you know, thinks he's like a milk bone biscuit or something. Yes. Yes. He, he smells pork chops. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'd bite his ass for pork too. I can't blame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So George and I, um, George and I met at the School of Visual Arts. Um, I was taking continuing education courses, um, and so we, we were in a life drawing class. And the life drawing class um, it was a little frustrating because most of the models were male. So during that time, George and I would talk. <laughs> so, so, you know, all of a sudden, yeah, the seats, we start facing each other. And uh, so we're like, all right, we start chatting. And he had, um, he had a comic little booklets of a duck. Um, and I told him I was, you know, I had my own, did my own uh, imprint crazy comics at the time. And so it's like, Hey, you want to, you know, do comics together. And that's how that started. And um, we started in the comic book industry together. And, we, we launched at the Big Apple Comic Con. And so during that time, I was a guest on iFanboy Radio. And it intrigued me. So I went to PodCamp NYC, which was at the New Yorker Hotel. And it was the, it was the first introduction to people to, to podcasting. And at that time, podcasting was known for in like, like cooks were doing podcasts. And so it was slowly trickling. And, you know, so... When I went there, I was like, you know what? I went straight to Sam Ash, bought my mixer, got the mics, bought it, bought it home, and I had camcorders. <laughs> so, and uh, so we set up everything. I said, George, we're going to podcast. And when I first started Crazy Comics, I, I, I was in the music industry, and I had a production company called Crazy Skills Productions, and we were talking about creating an empire called Crazy Media Group. And I own the... Um, the, the business crazy media group, L, you know, LLC. And so we had divisions and crazy comics was going to be a division. And uh, so cast a craze was going to be the tagline. And so cast a craze became the podcast name. And so we started podcasting and all of a sudden we had like a demand to be on the show. We had all tons of guests, named guests, you know, industry uh, recognized guests. And so we're getting all these. And at that time, it, our, our podcast was 95% audio. It was audio and it was only 5% video on occasion. We'll do a video podcast. And it was really when we went to comic cons and we would record it, come back, edit it, and then upload it. So we were getting all of these downloads for audio, you know, thousands of it, but we didn't understand what it meant. We didn't understand how to monetize, none of that stuff. We just knew that it was popular. Um, and so 
after a while, the comics was putting a strain on my family. And so I had to walk away from comics for 10 years. I just disappeared. I didn't even give an announcement. I just walked away. And uh, so everybody thought I was like in a, in a cell, like in Afghanistan or something, like whatever happened to Sam. And so then um, my heart was always in it. I always followed George. George stood in the comics. He kept producing his comic book, um, Russ 5377, then, then eventually Wonder Duck and him and the guys that we used to work with, um, uh, Ani Royal and Jonathan Syfax, they created Moss Media Group. And uh, so I followed them throughout the years. And I, you know, so when we settled in Jersey on, on our house um, and everything was stable, I looked at my wife. I was like, look, I have this office and it's just a museum because I don't use anything in it. And my heart's, I want to do it. So we had a family meeting. They said, go for it. And so um, I did the kids comic con to uh, um, put, you know, get my uh, work out the kinks, right? Cause it's been 10 years and it's a little small show and my kid, my stuff is kid friendly. And then George came and met me at kids comic con. And then he came to my house and uh, he brought ba back some stuff that he had of mine for years. And I said, Hey, I want to bring back the podcast. You're down. He said, yeah. So I spent several months researching the changes in the industry. I changed my mixer. I still had that vintage mixer. I changed that and I got the Roadcaster Pro. You know, I got some webcams. Um, I understood how to work the software. I got the software, the applications. Um, I did a lot of studying and then we launched. And um, the big thing was, you know, we've been gone for 10 years. Everybody's moved on. How do we attract listeners and guests? And then we just settle on, let's just work, let's just focus on content value and everything will just work itself out. And that's what happened. And so, but and when we first started, it was very frustrating because you know, we weren't getting views, we weren't getting listeners, it was hard to find guests. I was like, man, back then it was so easy. We had a lineup and now no one, you know, no, you know, no one cares because we're like, we're a guppy in a big sea now, the market's saturated. So that's where the crazies came in. So the crazy man came because um, I created this alter ego as an Afro hippie, bell bottoms, and only I could see him. And uh, so I, I created these video skits for the show of the crazy man and me talking to him. And I'm trying to catch the crazy. Now he keeps getting in my way. And um, then one night I was sitting alone in the dark, frustrated about the show. And I was like, oh, we know we need to rebrand and we need to do something different. And, uh, then the idea came to me. I was like, the cast of crazies. Oh, that's it. And the crazy man is the link between us and the crazies. And so I started sketching out the character designs and I didn't like what I was doing. So I reached out to a guy that I worked with a decade ago who did a kid's book for me. His name is Masiak Empro. He's, I think, in Poland. He had the style. His style of art was exactly what I was looking for. So I was like, hey, Masiak, here's, here's what I came up with. I need it in your version. Can you do this for me? And uh, so I commissioned him. He did it. Uh, he was supposed to do the book, um, but he's more of a singular. He's, he can do kids books, but for some reason um, with comic books, he struggles with um, sequential page uh, art. So oh, yeah. he was going to do the book. Um, <coughs> we, we said we're going to launch Kickstarter. He was working on it. It's been 30 days. He's been working on the pages, blah, blah, blah. And then we hit where we hit the launch button and he decides to bail and says, I can't do it. And he didn't do anything for those 30 days. So he gave my money back. Wow. 
And so I was like, we got a Kickstarter with no boy. <laughs> so this is this is how we started, right? It was crazy. So so I'm sitting there and George's like, oh my God, you know, do we do we do we cancel? I said, we can't cancel. We were like knuckleheads. So I spent 48 hours on Deviant Art on Fiverr looking for uh artists. And I went through about 75 portfolios and I landed on JC Grande. And um and it was that Friday we found out that Sunday he was locked in to start working on it. And to his credit, he was able to do the book in 30 days. Um, and so I was like, thank goodness for Chef Boyardee. So this guy came through. <laughs> and so he came through. So our first campaign, number one, we had a lofty goal, $2,500. Number two, we didn't have an artist and a book. So we were, but you know, they said, you know, we had our poker face on the whole time and uh, we, we pulled it through. So that's how, that's how the crazy came to be. <laughs> well, I kind of used my poker face and my, my sales etiquette to uh, secure guests for me when I first started. And I, I've, I've been doing this like a little over a year now. And uh, we're up to 123 episodes with today. And uh, somehow I just convinced people that I knew what the hell I was doing. <laughs> they, they came on. I mean, you know, I've had uh, Graham Nolan, uh, Scott Hanna, uh, lot, lots of, you know, lots of big indie names. Yes. I, co- I covered uh, be, 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 before the Khufu hit. Uh, I covered uh, Rhode Island Comic Con back in 2019. Nice. And when I when I go to a Comic Con, all I do is hang out at Artist Alley. Yeah. Yeah, a couple trips to the bathroom, but you know, for the most part, all I do is hang out at Artist Alley. So, I mean, I started by hanging out and and talking to Neil Adams for about an hour without spending money. <laughs> there you go. And he, and he was in a good mood all the time. Uh, then I uh, I was there like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, so I hung out. I hung out with Graham Nolan a bunch of times. Uh, Bill McKay, Tom Mandrake, uh, Joe Rubenstein, bunch of indie guys, bunch of illustrators I know. Right. And I I just hung out there all weekend and had a great time. Uh, get to meet uh, Marty Abrams that uh, created the uh, the Mego toy line. Mm, yeah, and then I asked him, I go, "Did you see Neil Adams is here, right?" Because Neil Adams did the original artwork for the Mego line back in the '60s, right? When he took the company over from his dad, he goes, "Is he where?" I go, "Opposite end, straight <laughs> down that aisle." So they went down and they they uh, because I told him he was there. They took a picture that mirrored the picture they took originally back in like 1967 or 68 right. when they launched the uh, world's greatest superheroes. Nice. They, they were much younger and skinnier then, but it's, it's still the, it's still the same picture. Big, big smiles, all happy. Yeah. But you know, and, and since then I was, I was Jones in and I'm like, well, what do I do with a comic con besides avoid com, you know, con crud. Uh, right. I just hang out at Artistelli talking to comic book people. So I'm like, hmm, stimulus check, burning hole in pocket. 
by webcam and microphone. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And and just went every everything I do is live. Uh every show afterwards gets I download the audio and I'm on ageradio.org. I upload there. And of course, as you know, you can download anybody's podcast from anywhere. Just search for them wherever they like podcasts being done. And yeah. So I've got I didn't they they uh reached out to me, but uh not until I was like uh, forty plus episodes deep. Right. But I've got I've got like seventy five episodes up there. I've got a I've actually got two whole subscribers. <laughs> what was it called? Age Radio. Ageofradio.org. Oh. But let's take a look at catching the crazies. Twenty one days to go. Twenty nine backers. Yes. We're we need 21 backers away from 50, which will unlock the first stretch goal and start the first raffle. And let's, these dudes are a little crazy looking. <laughs> yes, they are. They look like they work for CNN or something. They actually, uh, you get a glimpse into them in issue two, and then they come to earth in issue three. Well, let's let's take a let's take a look see at the video. If you can hear me, please help us to be the best podcast in the universe. was uh crazy <laughs> fully funded that's always something you like to hear yeah it's exciting because i think the first campaign our goal was 2500 and it took us 25 days just to hit to get funded well yeah first issue out too it's you know it's it's sometimes like really tough to get your uh your heels dug in. Yes. And and you were you were away from the biz for like 10 years, so Yeah, and we understood that, you know, and that was the thing and I think um you know, we spent a lot of time just talking to people who had successful campaigns and um uh, uh, uh JD Calderon um walked us through. Mm -hmm. He's a veteran of uh crowdfunding. Oh yeah, so, I know JD. And yes. I, I I know Daphne who did uh a cover for you. Yes, she did the alternate. She won the contest for the alternate cover. JD like, used to JD used to print out books back in the days. Oh, way back when. Yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, because uh, they get a they. Well, they've always got campaigns going on. Yeah, they, it's not stop. If one stops, oh the other one starts. <laughs> well, you know, it's like 
we're nonstop. We're always working. I go, well, you know, rent in New York. Uh, I mean, I went to I went to Syracuse upstate, and I remember how much it was way up there. And I know down in the cities a lot more. Yeah, New York is. But you know, if if you're gonna make this your full time job, you have to do it full time. Yep. You know, plus you know all the podcasts that you know they're both on. Plus he's got his own podcast and. I can't go anywhere without seeing them. Oh yeah, they they're everywhere. They're, they're like all over the place. Yes. Like so I, I, I saw I saw names that I knew attached, you know, name drops attached to it, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> we know a lot of the same people. That's good. Yeah, that's good. We'll have something to talk to if I run out of anything. <laughs> Stretch goal number one: fifty backers locked. Everyone will receive a PDF of this pinup that features the crazy man and three of our favorite crazies. Can you name them? Not yet. Not yet. I know you can. Yes. <laughs> well, I know, I know the crazy man is just, is just you and, uh, and, and some, uh, you know, hand-me-downs from the secondhand store and, and a wig. Yeah, so, that's, that's my uh, ego. Do you ever go to a convention dressed as him? No. Oh, uh, I. Um, if we get a demand big enough, I will. Yeah, we're working. You know, we're right now. We're just working on building a fan base. See, that's going to be my mission to to make you dress up as your <laughs> old ego at a convention. I'm trying to uh, get cosplayers to come to the to the cons and dress as the crazy man. I'm like, well, what's cool about that? Because Crazy Man's got the big fro. Yeah. I'm like, dudes can like swap out to like, you know, like 1970s street clothes that are, you know, they're dressed as like, uh, like, you know, Black Lightning or, you know, a, a, a number of, or anybody dressed as anything can swap out into like their street clothes and just put a wig and sunglasses on. <laughs> well, you got to have the bell bottom and the platform shoes too. Oh yeah. <laughs> I own all of it. <laughs> I, I would hope so. So yeah. who, who are the, who are the three little dudes? That's uh crazy is the one in the middle. Okay. Uh, super crazy is the one with the orange hat and ultra crazy is the one with the, um, uh, the mic over his shoulders with the the big hat on. So each one of these are they're all crazies. Yes, they they're led by crazy the one in the middle. The one in the middle is just crazy. His name is just yeah, he's he's crazy. And well yeah. he loves it. He has a brother named Bonkers. Oh, there's somebody not named Crazy in the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that's the that's the three of them, but the other ones there's uh, Psycho Crazy, there is uh, Extreme Crazy, and there is um. Oh my gosh, I'm forgetting my own people. Uh oh. Extreme Hyper Crazy. So there's Hyper Psycho Extreme, which are not in this picture. Um, they're the other three. Well, it's like Psycho Crazy sounds like my baby's mama, so. 
Yeah, Psycho is um, he's a cool character. He lunges. He has uh, bats that he, you know, he uses as weapons and he charges at you. He sticks baseball, them on. Baseball bats or? No, flying bats. Oh, that's even worse. Yes. So this is the this is the PDF uh, pinup. Yes, for the the fifty marker. That's the fifty marker. Let's see what else we got. Interior paint. Whoa. Easy crazy. Zzz. Zzz. That just this is just a fun looking book, dude. Yeah, it is. It's um um I I love it. It's the the, the crazies are coming to earth. Um that's how they're coming to earth on the bus. <laughs> they're coming up. They're coming to Earth on the Magic School bus. Yes, and it go. You know, uh, George was asking me why the yellow bus. I was like, because the best times I ever had is when I was taking a yellow bus to school, and so I just needed to put them in a yellow bus. <laughs> Man, you need a front end alignment. <laughs> Well, they're flying, so the wheels have to tilt in. Oh, okay. They're in Makes space. <laughs> I've never seen my wheels when I've actually caught air. <laughs> hey, there you guys are. Yes. That's us in the studio. Doing nothing. Laughing, screaming. And that's extreme crazy. <laughs> it's a peer computer. Because <laughs> you can't call it the other. <laughs> And this is the cover for number one. Yes. I do all the covers. Um, I'll be taking over on issue five, all art responsibilities. Uh, so JC will be finishing four, and then I take over from there. Cool. And that actually happened. I was hosting um, an award ceremony at New York Comic Con for CAG, Comic Artists Guild. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was actual scene from me hosting a pa uh, panel there. So it was like flashbacks. We also had the indie after party. We were we we hosted and sponsored um, at and the got, and got heckled at at the yeah. No, well we had those those goofy guys. Um, they were heckling George because I left the business, mm -hmm. and I you know became corporate America. And this is your sad face in the car. Yeah. Yes. Driving to work. And then you then you come across a whole bunch of cosplayers and Ooh, that's a good Thor. <laughs> that that was cracking me up a little bit. <laughs> that was this, a issue two. That's issue two. That's when I go into the forest and uh shout out to the universe. Yeah, man, I I'd do that if I thought it would work for my podcast. <laughs>
And there's a before and afters. Yeah. The, the sketch and the, and yeah. the finished. Release the crazies. Oh, uh, there's the bats. Yeah. And uh, Psycho Crazies, the one that's in the back. Oh, this one down here? Yeah. The one with the uh, green face. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, the cute little one just jumping on the other guy's head. No, that's nope. extreme. Nope. <laughs> the really scary looking one. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I've, I've, I've seen this homage somewhere before. Yes, yes. Homage to uh, action comics. Oh, there you are, looking all cool. <laughs> they come in their eyes. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you look. You, you look like the wife and kids kept you up all night, and you're like, "Oh, where's my coffee?" Where's that Jack Daniels, man? <laughs> well, you know that too. That goes pretty good in the coffee. Yeah. Your merch line. Oh, God, he's a Jets fan. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's Mr. Grande. And let's go to the rewards. This, of course, is gone because it was the first day bundle. Yeah. Uh, $30 for one day, one day backers only. Day one backers, yeah. Yeah. Issue one, two, and three. It'd be a limited print run of 250. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So Covers I mean, will come in hollow foil. Yes. Hollow foil, silver, and gold. Hollow foil, silver, and gold. Catch the Crease sticker. Silver and gold number 250. And how many of those did you uh did you get for the first day? Uh 10. 10? Yeah. That, that's still pretty good. Yeah. Stuff like that gets better and better as you go along, as you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's gotten easier to make the goal, um, but to to attract new faces is where we still have to put in a lot of work in. Oh, and you give people uh, PDFs of the first of uh, each issue for five dollars. Yeah. You're all caught up reward for ten dollars. I don't want to read a comic on my phone, though. <laughs> you and me both. Uh, going to print reward, $20. Get a printed copy of issue three. In this reward, you enjoy the next installment of the crazy saga. The comic book is signed by you guys. And you also get a PDF of issues one through three. And sketchbook three. So you got three sketchbooks as well. 
Yeah, was, yeah. So each campaign we had a digital sketchbook. Um, the physical sketchbook will be in the fourth campaign mm-hmm. because um, it'll be collected into one big book. Okay. So it'll be it'll be uh, four issues worth of sketches. Yeah. They get a logo sticker and get called a gold print. Get a printed copy of limited edition gold foil cover of issue three with a COA as well as the rest of the perks listed below and above. Super print reward. Printed copy of limited edition of silver foil of issue two with the COA as well as the rest of the perks listed above. The comic books are signed by uh, both you and George. Hollow foil. Boy, aren't the 90s back? Yeah. I'm like, listen, you know, listen to people go, oh, 90s comics are trash. Really? Well, at least back in the 90s, we were only paying like maybe 275 at tops for one. And 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 you guys are paying like, you know, a hundred dollars for one because it's a limited edition. Yeah. But you know, the same thing. Our foil covers were better, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I did it for the my forbidden book that I had on Indiegogo. Um, that just shipped out on Monday to all the backers. Um, the quality of it, of the hollow foil was just beautiful. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's come a long way, but it, it cracks me up when they turn around and, uh, the other year Valiant did it where they were doing nineties, straight up nineties gimmick covers on like, their number one issues when they would when they were launching like a new one so they would you could get the regular one or you could get the the variant super duper ooh look shiny cover yeah and it was it was just it was just cracking me up and yes i bought them all <laughs> uh, these are cool and then i put them next to my old valiant ones i go oh i miss those days when I thought because when Valiant first came out in the 90s they were the most expensive comic book on the market yeah but now let Marvel and DC release a number one and go oh well those are $12.95 yes you're going to get 18 pages of new story and the rest of it will be filled with reprint stuff that you don't really care about. Not only that, anytime anybody prints a number one, they have 14 different covers. It, to say nothing of the stores that dish out like five or 10 grand to Marvel at DC to get their own store exclusive. Yes. That they're going, it's limited. And I go, yeah, it's limited and it's old art. It's usually never anything new. If it's usually if it's like new art, uh, that uh, not Marvel of DC, but like uh, a lot of the other imprints will turn around and 
they'll go right up onto Indiegogo or uh, or Kickstarter, right, and be like, "Oh, look, it's a new cover," and it and it it ticks me off because Dynamite does it all the time, where they'll get they'll get somebody to do a really great looking cover, but they'll slap it on an old book. Yeah. I'm like, you couldn't even get a new book to put it on? Yeah, no. Well, I mean, McFarlane's about to launch uh, three additional titles um, in June, and I guarantee you each one of those titles, because they're all going to be number ones, are going to have eight different artist covers. Mm-hmm. And each one's going to get higher and higher in price. <laughs> they're going to be like, hey, did you did you see that the Spawn verse is spreading out? And there's going to be a Spawn comic every week. I go, yeah, I've never seen that before. Yeah. Uh, Sam and Twitch, Medieval Spawn. I love Sam and Twitch. I don't understand why they didn't make a film out of just Sam and Twitch. Yeah, or even a television series. Yeah. Jeff Smith, speaking of Jay and Silent Bob, he was supposed to do the television series with the BBC for Sam and Twitch. And then it, something happened and it fell through. Sucks. I was so looking forward to that. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, they're like best detectives. I mean, I'm like, come on. Well, one of them was the best detective. Yeah, I know. But they made, <laughs> they, they made a great duo. Yeah. Uh, the big dude always reminded me of uh, <laughs> Harvey Bullock from Batman. Yeah. They remind me of old school Barney Miller detectives. Yeah. Oh, I miss Barney Miller. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Damn it, Sam. No one's gonna know what we're talking about, but I'm just saying. Like, man, he's talking to some old dude. It must have been like you know the '40s or something. Listening to a radio show. I don't know. I know, right? Ultra Vibes T-shirt reward. Yeah, um, the that uh, ultra crazy seems to be very popular. Um, mm-hmm. so we keep re recycling him in the campaigns. Um, so he's definitely the cool cat in the group. Yeah, he looks like he's holding it down. Yeah, yeah, he's got he's got skills. Guts to have skills, <laughs> and and you know, and not not like. Uh... What's his name there? Uh, oh, I just completely blanked on that on that movie title. Uh, the one what the one where uh, vote for Pedro, Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, okay. I got skills. I got dance skills. <laughs> Kung Fu skills. Sandwich skills. Like, <laughs> I watched that and I'm just like, you know, I'm just shaking my head the whole time. And by, you know, when it got towards the end, I just, I, I couldn't stop laughing. Nice. So, okay, $100 over the top printed copies of the limited edition gold, silver, and bronze foil covers of issues one through three with COAs signed by both you guys. And you'll also get an Ultra Vibes t shirt. Plus, of course, all the perks listed below. Yeah. So you get limited edition uh, foil covers, all three, all all three books double signed. You get the cool, you get the cool crazy cat 
t-shirt. And you'll get the you'll get the PDFs of all the books. You'll get the uh, you get the digital sketchbook, uh, the logo sticker. MP3 of the show theme song and yeah. your name on the thank you page. Well, yeah, you the the job you did on my on my banner making it look all cool and everything. I'm like I already know that you have a much better intro song than I did. <laughs> And the shout out. Get your business a comic book scene and shout out on our podcast for an entire month. See, now I got to ask, how many podcasts do you guys do a month? Uh, we have every Fridays we have a new guest. Okay. So it uh, we actually and we we pre-record all our shows so all those shows already um pre-recorded all the way through the end of july so um so fridays is guests mondays is the crazy nintendo less where i pick a theme and you know for 10 minutes or under i do the uh whether it's on vintage toys or something that came out where like for instance like with um marvel dropping diamond you know whatever is relevant um on Wednesdays, I usually do What's in the Box, where I review our, um, uh, an indie comic book. Um, and then now, because we're booked through July, we stop taking guests until we get caught up. And we've been doing we're doing live shows um, Tuesdays and Wednesdays for campaigns. So Kickstarter campaigns um, are coming on live with us um, Tuesdays and Wednesdays right now until we get caught up with our guests in July, and we'll start pre-recording those guests for august and july man it's, so, tough. it's tough being the cool cats on the block huh <laughs> yeah it's yeah we had to put a pause on it we locked down because we have um, um you can book um yourself on facebook with us we have a calendar you go in and you book you pick the time slot we 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 block everything except for the time slots that are available and um and then i'll get a confirmation and i'll say yay or nay or, uh, say, or whatever it is but um so we had to lock that calendar down and um, and because we had a, also an influx of demand of ki Kickstarter campaigns that just reached out, hey, I have a campaign, can I come on your show? So we just made a, a decision to let's go live with these guys um, midweek since the show's already pre-recorded and already in the pipeline. Um, we got nothing to do till July, and let's get those guys some airtime. That's a joke, dude. What? <laughs> I said I wouldn't know what that's like at all. Haven't <laughs> haven't pip people on Indiegogo and Kickstarter reach out. Hey, can you? Can I? Do you have any? Can anything? Do you have anything open? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because that that was that was you the other day. I had I am like you and like two other people like friended me and the first thing I do is I look I go either this is somebody in the comic book field <laughs> or this is some dude that as soon as I friend them 
they're going to invite me to their comic book sale. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm trying to sell my comics. Right. It's like, pimp it ain't easy, dude. Come on. Yeah, yeah, no, everybody has a gimmick. I'm like, you know, I'm in, I got to be in like a thousand groups or something. I'm like, I really don't need to just find a group I'm in and type my name in. If I'm in that group, you can tag me to your little sale. And and then I will tell you not to tag me in your sale. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I'm like, I'm trying not to buy stuff, but I can't help buying stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Comic, way. comic books are my crack. They have, yeah, I mean, they have been since 1974. And there's so much talent out there, especially oh, in crowdfunding. And it's like every time I look, you know, I just look, you know, Jeff Smith just launched, um, I think it's called um, a new book, Razzle. I think it is. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. There's two of them. Uh, yeah. Well, he just launched it on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess his goal was twenty thousand. He's like, oh, he's almost up to two hundred thousand by now, and it's in like the first couple of days. Oh yeah, it's crazy. He was over a hundred k in the first day. Yeah, crazy. I was watching it. George and I were just watching the screen, and it just kept rolling and rolling and rolling. I was like, this. It looked like the national debt. It just kept going. <laughs> well, you know, when you just keep printing money and giving it away, yeah, it was awesome that, to that see. That will happen. Yeah, because I, I have all of his uh, bone books. Um, uh, in fact, it's right here. As I'm talking to you, looking at him, I'm like a big fan of bones. So I have all the the collected editions. Um, I, I got the big fat one because not really? only not only is it great to read, but it is ideal for home defense. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> I've got I've got all the action figures. Oh, nice. I got, I got, I got, I got only, I only have one of them, but I do have a stupid, stupid rat creature. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got like the individual issues. Like I'm finding them like all over the place. Like I found like the wizard special, like the wizard, he put the, uh, he put like a half issue out, uh, for like a Christmas special through wizard years ago. Yeah. Uh, wizard magazine. I still have every issue on my bookshelf. Every time I find them, I flip through them, live out the nostalgia, yes, and I put them up for sale cheap because I got I got plenty of friends that are like, "Oh, you got some wizards? What do you want for them?" I go, you know, and if if the person's a friend of mine, I go, "Dude, just give me a buck a piece for them plus shipping." Nice. I'd be like, okay. So I, I sold like a I sold a big fat stack of. Uh, Old, old wizards, uh, a couple of them that were still sealed, and uh, not a number one though. If I find a number one sealed, I'm keeping that because I saw what happened with that one time. Yeah, I have uh, I have every issue of Wizard Magazine, and I have um, five issues of the magazine that we were in when we were we were doing comics back in the days. Oh, cool. Yeah, uh, and I sent him like a bunch of Toy Fan magazines, and he's got a young daughter. Oh, so I, I, and my daughter is uh, about to be a teenager. <laughs> uh, and so I'm unpacking uh, stuff that's been in storage for like eight years. So I found a bunch of like uh, books that she used to read when she was way younger right. and, you know, isn't interested anymore. So I put them in the box for his daughter. Nice. So she was all excited because she's like, I got comics. <laughs> oh, yeah, kind of. 
Nice. I'm like, so, you know, got to make your kids happy. Yeah. But, yeah, I miss that. I keep hearing rumors that uh, that they're going to bring Wizard back, which, which would be cool because I would, I would be, like, right there, you know, signing up for a subscription because it'd be, like, right there back-to-back with my heavy metal magazines again. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, I was, a, I was such a fan of Wizard Magazine. I was always there every month to get my next issue. It, it was awesome. Wondering what kind of shiny card was going to be in the magazine that month. Oh yeah, or who the cover artist was gonna be, or who was gonna do like the um, um, have their sketchbook inside the magazine, art tutorials. Those are the best. Who was gonna attempt to draw like Todd McFarlane that month? Yes, uh, you know stuff like that. Yes. So that's okay. the original art reward. Okay, now, now we're talking. Now yeah. we're getting somewhere over here. Yeah. So it's uh, okay. limited, limited to three. Um, one's already sold, so there's two left. Um, and uh, basically, you get 11 by 17 original art of the crazies from me, uh, framed. Plus, you get the digital copies of the issues um, as well. Cool. Well, as you well know from you know doing the art, doing the art stuff, uh, and you your your big local convention would be. The one that is shown in issue one at the Javits Center. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think anybody's going to be getting, uh, you know, a big 11 by 17 original piece of art at New York Comic Con anytime soon. Oh, New York Comic Con is, is coming back in, uh, in October. I just, I just, I just applied. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I know, I know it's coming back. Uh, but, Nobody's going to be able to walk in there and and buy uh, an original piece of art for three hundred bucks. So. Oh, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. I've I've <laughs> I've sold I've sold for a lot more. Uh, but yeah, you'll be surprised. It's um, uh, this is basically a, a, a steal for what I, it's, when I was at San Diego Comic Con, I mm-hmm. was doing um, little uh, I was drawing on wood blocks about maybe four by six size wood blocks. I was selling them for a buck um, uh, at uh, San Diego. I sold out for a hundred bucks. Um, and if they didn't pay you, you chuck the wood block. Oh, then they had to pay me up front. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, they had to pay me up front. And uh, so, um, ah, I mean, it, it's uh, you'd be surprised. Um, you know, the last campaign we had a gentleman um, who got two frame pieces of art. I actually have one coming from uh, from the UK. Uh, one of one of the many. I I haven't spent so much in comics that hasn't come from you know off the shelf at my local comic shop that I've been going to since I was fifteen. Uh, and you know, and I don't know how long. Right. But uh, Rich Parada, who who. Uh, was an inker for for Marvel for almost 20 years, and he worked for DC for a number of years, and then went indie. Uh, he got married and moved moved to the UK, and he just did his first Kickstarter. And I ended up getting a hard cover, a soft cover, a print, and an original piece of art. Nice. So, so he, he he draws everything traditionally, and then uh, digitally inks it. 
And if he sells the page, then he inks it. But I've never seen anybody ink so fast that wasn't in a time lapse video. Wow. Yeah, but there's a lot of talented guys out there. And that's oh, one of the yeah. things I used to love too when I would uh, um, go to uh, events and when I would walk around to get a break from the table, I would just watch other artists draw because uh, I'm a fan of the game. And uh, it's just amazing when you look at different uh, the way people approach pages, mm -hmm. you know, the, how, where they start. Some people just start. I seen an artist start from the feet and, um, and you know, they didn't do any stick figures or they didn't play. He just started drawing the feet and then the body just started coming from there. And it was just, and all this stuff was happening. I was like, man, this guy's talented. Well, you said they started with the feet. I right away. I know that's not Rob Liefeld. <laughs> <laughs> Infamous Captain America pose. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> did, did you see they read they redid that on the on the on the on the uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon? Yes, yes. I'm funny. like, I go, oh, we got Falcon boobage, great. <laughs> but you know what? And now that it now that issue is trending and going for big bucks, look, yes. it was on there. I'm like, oh yes. my god, you guys will buy anything. Yes, I know. But you know what's funny is like vintage Rob. It, it was always appealing. I like I wanted whatever he did because I you knew what you were gonna get with it. You knew that you know the feet were all gonna be triangles. You also you know you knew that there were gonna be a lot of splash pages and rarely any backgrounds. Um, but I enjoyed his style of art for some reason. We used to play because I I also ended up working at uh, my local comic book shop uh, many times and. Uh, when when the new stuff would come in, when he was doing all the image, all the stuff at Image, and uh, right prior, you know, prior to that, Marvel. So like from Marvel on down, when he when he started getting big, uh, we used to play Liefeld comic book bingo <laughs> to see how many times he would not draw the same character the same way. Even on the same page. Yeah, I know. I know. No pouches, pouches, three pouches on one leg. Uh, <laughs> Rob. I know. You know, it's funny. Um, it was about a several months ago on his on his Facebook page, he announced profit coming back. And so then I responded. I was like, oh, will you also be bringing back Stephen Platt? To, to do profit because I love the way Stephen Platt did profit. He must have taken offense to it because he just put a big no. <laughs> and I was like, I wasn't trying to insult you. I'm just saying profit looked amazing when Stephen Platt did it. Well, yeah, I mean, when Platt was doing those M Moon Knight covers. Oh, I have every one of them. I have them the, signed the, too. The price those those would go for like a day after they hit the shelves. Oh, it's crazy. Because that was back before we used to sit on the internet all the time. Because yeah. you know we we'd have to sit and wait wait for the AOL sound to to go through the the modem and actually know, have right? to you know not just pay for internet but pay AOL to let us go on the internet. And I'm like, no. Yeah, true story. Um, it was over a decade ago. A friend of mine said, "Hey, there's going to be a midnight sale at St. Mark's Comics in." In the village and St. Mark's closed down last year. But uh, 
So I was like, all right. So let's, you know, so I got out of work. We met up. We went to St. Mark's. So we're going through the the long boxes and everything's like 50 cents, a dollar, 50 cents, a dollar. So I stopped pulling out all of the Moon Knight issues by Platt and they're signed. Oh, my God. So I go over to the register and I'm paid. And then the manager walks over. He goes, wait. That's a mistake. I said, not my mistake. It's yours. I already paid for it. And I was like, and it was like, he's like, check the boxes. <laughs> that shouldn't have been in there. And I left. I was like, yes. And I never opened it. I kept it in there. I kept it. I put it in my long box and I left it in storage forever. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to leave it there until nice. one day I'll pull it out. Nice, man. Oh, yes. I, that's, that's the one thing I miss because, you know, now, now being in the chair. Like I can't even get in, get in the door of of my LCS because they're in like this basically an office plaza. Uh-huh. So it was just made it made as business offices, and they ended up, you know, rent renting a like uh, four units. So it's a, it's a it's a good it's a good size store. You know, it's a decent sized comic shop, but uh, it it still comes across as is small because he has so much stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, cause I, I've gone to some stores where they're like, there's the new stuff. Here's 75,000 pops. Where's your back issues? Oh, we don't do back issues. Oh, that's crazy. And I'm like, okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's, that's a lot of what I buy now. Is back issues like older stuff that I Try want to see the collection? Yeah. yeah, that that I want to keep. I I've been hunting down for issues that are affordable for me to buy. Right. And one of my favorite runs on Batman was the Batman Family. It was only like eighteen issues long, but there was some like major keys in there too. Right. And. uh I'm like, I got one, I scored one uh, last week on a on a live sale. I scored issue three of that for like five bucks. I'm like, okay, my day's been made. Yeah. You know, I, I scored, I'm a big Mike Grell fan. And I bought, there's three issues missing in the run that I bought. I bought a, a run of his John Sable Freelance from first comics issue one to 37 for 20 bucks. Wow. I'm like, it would cost me more than that for the, you know, for a trade of that. If, if it was even available. So I'm like, I like old comics. Yeah. So we have two of these left original art. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Yeah. And that you was know, actually a request. That was actually a request by somebody because we weren't going to feature that in this campaign. I did this as a special cover and I talked about it on uh, on my podcast. And someone who saw the podcast says, Oh, you got to make that available on the Kickstarter. And so we said, You know what? Let's make it available. And uh, they scooped it up. And are these, are these limited? Yes, the limited, um, only available on Kickstarter, um, and uh, um, and then do you have like a you know 
a, a limited print run uh, listed like only X amount available or? No, George, I don't think George put that disclaimer there, but we're only doing 100 and you're going to get whoever, uh, for whoever's the, bought the first issue is going to get one of 100. Whoever bought the second issue is going to get two of 100. They're going to get a, a certificate of, of authenticity with each one. All, all num- they're all going to be numbered, signed and numbered copies. Yes. And I got to say, this is the funkiest action one homage I've ever seen. <laughs> Groove is in the heart. <laughs> you know, <laughs> man, you should be like playing that, and this <laughs> this image just is zooming like in and out of the camera. Yeah, I know. They're like, get your homage covers before they're gone. Yes, but I mean, you know, so I'm probably gonna have to get in on this before before it's over and, and get that cover because I gotta have probably like a dozen action one homage covers nice and i i'm more of a batman fan than a superman fan but uh i i i have i think i have about 15 uh like uh detective 27 homages right you know swinging up swinging across with the guy there right uh, the last one I got was uh, Marat Michaels one that he did for uh, Clan McDonald Comics for uh, the anniversary of uh, Detective Comics 1000. Nice. So, and that was a, if you, if you, <laughs> the names people come up with for, for certain packages are hilarious. Uh if you bought the special McBastard bundle, <laughs> which was every, which was like every single cover that DC themselves released for right. action, uh, action, uh, Detective One Thousand, including the blank sketch cover, right. uh, you would get that homage for free, and they only made, they only made like, uh, I think like 35 of them so it's like a it's like a super low print run i'm like i go well i know it's super low and it'd be worth a lot more if i graded it but i'd rather just put it up on my wall yeah you know and it's like you know outside of like a you know a reprint version of detective 27 Obviously, none of us are going to rush out to the to New York Comic Con and and buy an original Detective Twenty Seven, right? So, and that's where we 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 end on this. Yeah, the homage cover. Yes, catch the crazies. Catch the crazies before the crazies catch you. Yeah. And I'm going to zoom back up to the top here. Here we go, zoom in. I want to refresh the page, see if it's moved. No, I will get an alert on my screen. Oh, yeah, I don't get those. (laughs) Make a comic book, mofo. (laughs) 
So what kind of plans you have you guys have for uh conventions obviously you already said that you've already put in for a table for uh new york comic-con at the end of this month we'll be at PowCon, which is new jersey we're actually hosting a podcasting panel at PowCon. um just waiting for confirmation if we're gonna have wi-fi so we can stream live there at the panel um um and so that's gonna be our first convention together in over a decade uh so it's gonna be fun and uh, so we'll be in Artist Alley for the weekend. And on Saturday at 1 p.m. is our panel. And then um, looking at potentially doing Terrific Con, which is in Connecticut in July. Oh, yeah. Yes. I know that convention. Yeah. So well, I'm looking at that for July. And then I just want to do three this year. So PowCon's a little smaller. Terrific Con's a little bigger. And then New York Comic Con, you know, the mega. So it is way big. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, work my way to that one. Um, it'll be my first time at New York Comic Con in over a decade. I, I, I did it three years in a row. Um, and, uh, so I'm excited. So those are the three shows we're focusing on this year. I'll be doing the other two shows without George. Um, and, uh, because George has all these weddings he's going to, so he won't be able to make them. And, uh, so we'll see what happens so, next year. Definitely. If San Diego comes back, I'm going to San Diego. So you guys are both at Powell in Jersey. May 29th and 30th. But uh, George's wife told him he's going to weddings instead of Comic-Cons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Funny how that works. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, he's going to, he's going, I think, to Paris for weddings. Uh, or uh, So he's going to, it's not like... You know, I'm a little envious, but uh, you know, I'll be well, hanging. I'll be hanging with the nerds, and he'll be hanging out there with um, wine and uh, cheese. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's you know, as long as he's not going to a wedding in D.C. where you just have to sit there and you can't stand and you can't dance. Yeah, you know, right? I'm like, are you all right, lady? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm like. And then she, I, I saw a, I saw a clip. She came on the news that you should just be lucky that I'm even letting you get married. <laughs> like, nice. Really? Nice. Go, well, you know, I'd rather get divorced any day, but <laughs> I think that'd be a little more difficult, painstaking. Yeah, but it's usually worth it. Right. You know, if you if you're one of the lucky ones. Congratulations. If you're like me, dip in the pocket. It's worth every penny. I, yeah. I I'm like Woody Woodpecker. I don't I if it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have any luck at all. <laughs> just just one of them things. Yeah, no. So uh why don't you tell everybody where they can find you guys and uh show times again for the for uh, YouTube channel and uh... yeah, so uh, Catch the Craze uh, on on any social media, it's Catch the Craze with a D A, um, exactly what you see on screen. So whether it's on YouTube, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, it's Catch the Craze. Um, we uh, our weekly show. We have guests every Fridays. Uh, we have uh, What's in the Box every Wednesdays, uh, and we have every Mondays the Craze in Ten or Less. 
And during the week, we have live shows, uh, Kickstarter campaign, crowdfunding campaigns, creators that come on live uh, to promote their campaigns. Uh, we are an all-indie show. We we don't um, cover anything mainstream. We focus just on the independent creators, and not just comics. In movies, music, we've had actors, we've had musicians, we've had puppeteers. Um, so we have that. We run the gamut on on who comes on the show. So if you're an independent creator, come on, catch the craze. We got you. And um, we're also comic book creators and uh so if you're in jersey on the east coast in new york and you're gonna go to PowerCon, meet us there um you'll be able to get your copies of forbidden which i just um completed on indiegogo um i'll be also signing there's nail in my toilet i'll have copies there um cast the crazies i'll have copies there and all of my children's books as well and and also cosmic wars which um I also created and illustrated. So I'll be on hand signing all of those books. George will be there signing Rush, uh, Rush 5377 and Wonder Duck. Um, and uh, hit us up. if And if you are independent want to be on our show, just all you have to do is DM us on any social media handle. It's as simple as that. Cool. And if you're watching this, pledge to catch the crazies. We want to get to the 50 backers. Yeah, get, get, get backers. it up to the 50 backers. Yes, if we get to 50 backers, we're raffling off. Issue number one, full color, high gloss. There's nailing on my toilet. First flush. You get to meet Duty from Uranus for the first time and enjoy it. It's, it's hilarious. Well, it won't be the first time I've met you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, I want to wish you guys all the, all the luck. Uh, I, will, I will definitely uh, keep in touch. And... Uh, once I end this, like I said, I'm going to download the audio and I will uh, I will tag you in the links on uh, on Twitter and uh, Facebook for the audio download of tonight's episode. And uh, and then I got to go up on your campaign. And I got to get me that uh, homage cover. So outstanding. So, outstanding. you know, you, you get you get the bug and you got to do something about it. So. Hey, if you get the homage cover, you're gonna get a you're gonna get a, uh, a sketch card from me because you had me on your show as a thank you. Cool. Well, I'm going. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna I'm kicking you off now because I'm going. To, I'm going to pledge now. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> Sam. It's been great meeting you. you uh, too, buddy. Uh, hit hit me up anytime you guys have something to uh, to promote and come on. And uh, until next time and. And, and until I get my uh, until I get my homage cover, you got uh, it, everybody take care. Have a great night, and we'll see you next time on Creators Outlet. Outstanding, thank you.